0: Welcome to a new episode of The Sunday Sauce. I have a special episode here, a long time coming. My friend Ian Walsh Riley, that's right, he has three names because he's very fancy. He is the president of the Metropolitan Republican Club, a club that has no nonsense and is a very mature club. Ian, welcome.
1: Thank you so much, Mike. I'm so happy to be here, especially on such a wonderful day, the anniversary of D-Day, when our uh, wonderful ancestors, historical ancestors, stormed the beaches and restored liberty to Europe. Let's talk about that. Yeah. What happened to, to men? That is a very good question. Now,
0: listen, we, you're, 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 you're a gay man, right? Yes. So, but you're a man still. Oh, yeah. Right? So
1: what happened to men? Well, I can tell you, though, this. In the GOP, I've found that the gay men are actually the ones with the testicular fortitude. <laughs> That's true. You're and, right. Yes, you're right. We are generally at the forefront of actually yes. trying to do stuff right. that, unfortunately, um, some others are trying to prevent us from. From doing That's right That's right
0: I mean like Lindsey Graham And these guys Have no balls obviously Mm -hmm. Because they just Fold to the Democrats No, uh,
1: you have a whole part of the Republican Party in Washington. I don't know if they're drinking Kool-Aid or there's something in the water. Mm. Uh, But when it comes to people like Rand Paul, they actually stand up for our liberties. They defend it. They articulate it and Mm -hmm. they're capable of advocating it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, And they go into that U.S. Senate and they fight for us every day. Mm. And then you have other individuals like Lindsey Graham who quite frankly don't. But I will say this. There is a big difference, Mike, between those of us who are out and those of us who are not. Mm. And I think that's a di- an important distinction. Now we're here in Pride Month. So let's make the distinction <laughs> of uh, of Republicans who are willing to be themselves out there in the limelight with uh, everything they are and fight. Right. So
0: you said Pride Month. I'm pretty yeah. – I
1: was going to ask you about that, right? So I was
0: re- – I don't care what you do, who right. you love. It doesn't matter to me. Why are some conservatives so angry
1: that there's pride parades and stuff like that? I really, I don't care. Good, have a parade. Amazing. Who cares? What, what is that? I think it falls down in some cases to the philosophy that we we have conservatism. It, identity politics is not something that we really get into. Mm-hmm. We're about the individual rather than the group mm-hmm. and conformity to the group. Mm-hmm. I think that. Um, the general consensus a lot of times in the gay community is to the left mm. politically. It, it, correct, of course. And then so technically, as as someone said to me once, I am a, a minority within a minority because right. I'm a conservative mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. proud to be. Um, but I think that the, the fact that sometimes, I mean – some of these parades and stuff like that, people are naked. Mm. Obviously, uh, right. obviously yeah. that some people don't want to participate that they don't think that you should see that publicly. You don't see that in other parades. I if, can agree. I can so agree you, you, you can go back and forth with that. Right. Um, I think that quite frankly, everyone has a proud history and should be proud of what they are. And and if you're willing to stand up and advocate and fight for what you believe in, be proud. I agree. Um, but I do think that there are, there are people who kind of, they become a little too obsessive, shall we say, mm-hmm. and um, take things a little too far in being anti this or that yeah um, I believe in the big tent, and I think that Reagan was right. um, and I think that I also growing up, um we had the famous mayor here uh, at Koch, right. Um, and now
0: he, but he was like a secret gay person. He was, uh, but like it was, he, it's the, it was like the biggest think, secret, but not secret.
1: But think of the time period right. as well. Of course, too. no, of course, yes and, yes, uh, yes. and then there's some people trying to prevent him from getting a, a bridge named after him, or something, or having his name taken off a bridge, right. Because some group in the Democrat Party said that he was responsible for people getting AIDS since he wasn't advocating against it. Mm. I think that this really um, is is looking back in a very horrible way. Right. Um, I think he was afraid to advocate for uh, no one at that time I think would have
0: come out in the way Right that he no but, but like as a gay man in those times in the 70s and 80s like that's in, you know even Andy Warhol was gay but never told anybody but even when he went to gay clubs he yeah. he was not the kind of gay that was in that time so even he wasn't even
1: in the, the the circle, per se, back in those times. You know, I actually right. spoke to my parents because I said to them, look, you know, we all huddled in place during COVID. Mm-hmm. You people back in the 1980s, in the beginning, you thought that you could get AIDS from touching people, right. hug- hugging people, right. drinking from the same cup. Right. None of that's possible. Of course not. But you never for one moment stood in your house or decided to lock the door no. and huddle in place. So something has changed in our society. Right. But back to Koch, what I wanted to say was, even though he's a Democrat, one of his most important statements that I always kept with me was that he uh, he said, vote for me if you believe in eight of the 12 things I do. Um, and if you believe in 12 of the 12 things I do, seek mental health. <laughs> um, and I think that is best to do. It's Look, very funny. I, don't, I, I am a very proud conservative, but that doesn't mean that if I have a disagreement with you on one or two issues, that's the end of our relationship. To me, that's very liberal. Right. And I don't think that the GOP, Republicans, libertarians, conservatives, whatever you want to identify yourself with, should ever engage in that sort of uh, – burn them at the stake.
0: Well, you you run a very mature club. I've been to your club. Thank you. It's very. We love having you. Right. Ra- oh, thank you. We uh, you know, you, your events are very. You have very mature speakers. You don't have no nonsense in your club. Just very, you know, it's an older crowd most mm-hmm. of the time. But but yeah. everyone's very nice. Um, people really believe in the cause. Uh, what what made you like? So, what age did you think that you really were into politics? Would you say? Um, and were you always Republican? Yes. Conservative? Were you always, always. conservative? I was. Um, yeah.
1: Okay, so I grew up in a very political family. Right. Uh, some of my – I am older probably than you probably think I am. I uh, vividly remember because my parents sat me down to watch the wall come down. Mm-hmm. So uh, we were always engaged. My mother is a Republican. My father is a Democrat. Mm-hmm. There were debates in my house. Um, my, the Walsh uh, – my three names. Never trust a man with three names, by the way. <laughs> well, um, well, uh, yeah, some of them anyway. Yeah. We know one. But – I would just say simply that I think that back and forth debate is very good. Mm -hmm. I think that uh, from an early age, I always kind of aligned more with the Republican Party, Mm. the party of Reagan. Um, And uh, I registered at 18 as a Republican. Mm. I'm not saying that I was, uh, you know, always as conservative, perhaps, as I am now. Mm. Um, Different time period in the 1990s. Different time period. Right. Of course. course, Um, course. and, And what did Obama say? Opinions evolve. Um, so, uh, yeah. uh but, uh, yes, no, I've always been a Republican. I was always involved. Um, actually Obama is one of the reasons that I got involved with the Met Club, I um, went out for a candidate in 2010 to uh, basically it, Obama motivated me off my couch and nice. onto the streets of New York City to advocate for the GOP, mm-hmm. and that was really the beginning of my um, involvement with the party. With the, the I did about eight years of volunteerism with the Manhattan Republican Party, and then um, and then as well as with the Met Club. But the Met Club is where I wanted to make my mark.
0: Interesting. So yeah, we're, it's a little different
1: for me and you because I live in Brooklyn. So. Um, but I will say this. I did spend a good time with uh, in your part of Brooklyn. I know Bay Ridge well. I love, right. I love Bay Ridge. They're fantastic people. And um, they could very well do with better representation than they have at the moment.
0: Correct. That's what I was going to get to. See in Manhattan, it's a little harder to turn people red, like, you know, because there's a lot of uh, money and, and a lot of people are liberal and Democrats. And in Brooklyn, it's a little easier because you have the working class people, the city workers like myself, and, and you know, just like middle to upper class people who really care about kitchen table values uh the people in manhattan don't don't care about kitchen table values i mean because unless they live in like you know upper manhattan washington heights whatever because they have money and they don't care about high gas prices they don't care about inflation because they can afford it i mean well and also remember a lot of people in
1: manhattan don't drive as as well that's another thing that's another thing right Um, they don't drive exactly one of the thing from my time uh being on the street, going uh, palm carding for candidates, mm-hmm. advocating for candidates—that I learned was that a lot of times people in Manhattan are, uh, and the rest of New York too, are just labeled as liberal mm-hmm. when really they should be label, labeled as apathetic, mm-hmm. because there are people who are divorced from the process. They don't want to be a part of the process. They don't have a strong political leaning. They think, well, my friends think this way. Maybe I—that's eh, how I kind of feel, but I think. Uh, being apathetic is a much bigger problem in New York City than actually having a strict political ideology. Right. And also, there's a good deal of people I met on the street who, frankly, were saying, um, I don't want to be a part of the process. That way, they sort of could turn around later and blame you. You know, like, <laughs> right. I didn't do this. You did. I right. didn't vote. Right, right, and I right. think that's abysmal. You you want to... Um, be educated on what's happening. The state government is so important. People don't know who their state senator is. They don't know who their assembly person is. They barely know their congressperson. But the state government is so important uh, to to the rules that apply to you in your city. That's true. Um,
0: Especially now because of the redistricting the the whole line thing. And um, now who who knows who's going to be who, right? Like you have all these brand new lines. Mm -hmm. I mean, like we were just talking. De Blasio has the audacity to to even run for senator uh, right. in Brooklyn, in his area of parks open, and also even stretches to parts of Manhattan. Right. So what? Like, what's what do you think his mindset is there?
1: Yes, he wants the newly created congressional district that a uh, chunk of it used to belong to Jerry Nadler, who's now going to face off against Carolyn right. Maloney. District
0: ten is De Blasio's. Right, and yeah, I yeah. believe twelve
1: is and twelve what? is Nadler's. Nadler. Now, and, and, now it's now that's what he's running for. Right. This right. is the this is the battle galore that right. we'll all be watching with popcorn. Right. 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 Uh, uh, Mama Carolyn Maloney takes on old guy uh, Humpty Dumpty. Humpty Dumpty. There you go, Jerry Nadler. Yeah. Um, So we're all, I know I've got my popcorn ready. Um, I think that that when it comes to someone like Bill de Blasio, he didn't learn his lesson. Mm -hmm. He won twice. Mm -hmm. His wife got away with taking some change out of the, you know, just a little bit. Just a little bit. Um, None of that was ever dealt with. No. No one ever went after them. Mm -hmm. What. Literally what consequences did Bill de Blasio ever face? None. None. He right. would he didn't back the police? No. He he sprawled BLM in front of uh Trump Tower. Right. This and and City Hall. And City Hall. They he let they, he let
0: them graffiti City Hall. That
1: I saw that I saw <laughs> City Hall. shit that. in City Hall park for, Atrocious. for weeks like, Atrocious. It, what is it that? It showed how he took his oath of office and couldn't give a poo. Right, he had no respect for it. He was, you know, doing his pot and mm-hmm. all that nonsense. He did not care. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, why? Why? Actually, the question should be, why shouldn't he do it? New Yorkers allowed so, him to be mayor. This is, you know, what that's actually a good point. I didn't actually think about that.
0: But it actually showing right now. I know it's still early. Um, he only has. I mean, it's not really that early, but he has six percent chance. Right. And there's like. Eighty-five percent undecided.
1: So it's really, it's really not looking <laughs> back good. to my point about apathetic. Right, people. it's really
0: not looking good yes. for him per se. But just, to, just the balls of him. And I want to know who tells him that he was one of the best mayors and ever. Like I'm very the man in the mirror, or his wife, or the wife. That's yeah. the only two people that can tell him that. Yeah. he's – no, nobody no one else does. No one else. Because I've seen co- countless videos of people going up to him while he's eating in restaurants, telling him like he's a scumbag, mm-hmm. you ruined the city,
1: right. And, And he just smiles. And And he's like, okay, I know. Why not? You must be one of those deplorables that Hillary was talking about. Remember, he ran her campaign for Senate. Right, right, right. All these people like to stick together, don't they?
0: I mean, as far as anybody who works for Dinkins shouldn't even be qualified to run for office because he was one of the worst mayors we ever had, besides Koch, obviously.
1: Well, what's really sad is that Dinkins is is in the position of perhaps having that title taken away from him by Mr. de Blasio. Exactly.
0: That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So de Blasio trumped Dinkins because he actually worked – for Dinkins. I mean, I he learned at the yeah, foot. Yeah, Dinkins, I'm sure is a very nice man like, you know, out of politics, but he was just he wasn't ready yeah, or he wasn't, or he wasn't right for New York he and was not, he
1: couldn't yeah. put it back into shape. No, but
0: you know, uh, our friend Rudy Giuliani yes. came into office. Thank God for him. Thank God. He he fixed New York, you mm-hmm. know. Um and now hopefully his son, maybe he might have a shot at governor. Well, he's going for governor. We'll Lee see. Lee Zeldin, yeah. perhaps.
1: We actually, this is the first time in a long time that we have a very qualified field of interesting individuals sure. and choice. Yeah. This is choice now. Lee Zeldin, Harry Wilson. I uh, don't know much about Harry well, Wilson. Ch- I, I said choice. Yeah. And um, uh, Rudy Ju- uh, Giuliani. Stunt, and Asterino. Andrew And Rob Astorino, who Rob. now, I don't know if you notice, he's starting to put commercials up. It's a little late for that. It's a little late. Well, you know they they like to they like to flood the market at the very end mm-hmm. when it's time for the primary mm-hmm. and uh, and then, you know, basically get you to decide for them.
0: Rob Astorino, I don't really know much about him.
1: Well, come to the Met Club on June
0: 15th you I'll get to see him. I
1: will. I will be there. I will right. see him. I'll, I know Andrew will be there. Yes, Lee as well. Right? Uh, Lee has declined to to join us. Unfortunately. Why? Why is that? Um, he is, as they reminded us, the only member of the crowd that has a job. That's true. And he will be in Congress he, voting. He is that
0: technically day. a congressman yes. still,
1: so he'll be voting that right. day. Right. So I can't fault him for that. I actually had multiple conversations with a, a lot of people
0: on my podcast that I never see Lee Zeldin ever in Manhattan. He did an event for the Met Club last
1: year. Well, uh, when right. he announced. Okay. Um, we will have him back. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, I I think it's really important for all of these men to remember that, um, you know, you win the primary and you go on, you have to be, you know, try uh. to get the center and all that, the, the games they play. Right. But it's very important to not forget your base because the base is what's going to be out there advocating for you on the streets.
0: Well, it seems Lee Zeldin has basically every single endorsement of the GOP in the whole state, the whole, yeah. whole city, so I don't think no, he they, has much they, to worry yeah, about. But it. it's showing
1: Andrew is is leading in the polls. Right, so So there are some polls that came out that show him in the lead. And we'll see on – as I like to say, we'll see on primary day who's ahead. June 28th? It's June 28th, yes. Wow. So you have some events coming up Thursday, right? Yes. This coming Thursday, we're showing the film 2,000 Mules, which is a documentary by Dinesh D'Souza about the election fraud Mm -hmm. in uh, the 2020 election Mm -hmm. with Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. And the end of the month, we welcome home Brandon Strzok, who who started the walkaway movement. Right. And he's been gone for a bit, in Mm -hmm. part because of January 6th. Um, but he's yeah, he's, he's right. going to tell us his truth now. He's allowed to talk about that's it. right. Now sure. he's going to tell us his truth, right. and uh, we're really glad to welcome him. And home. then the fifteenth, you have we have our gubernatorial have, um, for Rob um, Acerino Is Harry Wilson coming? We're looking forward to joining, uh, having him join us, and so and we'll see. Andrew later. Giuliani and Andrew Giuliani. Hopefully, and we love Rudy, yeah. Mayor Giuliani will also join. That would be lovely I'm sure he'll come. He's always welcome. And in fact, you yes. should know that he, he he launched his first bid for the mayoralty in our ballroom. Mayor Giuliani. Yes. Wow. So it would be a homecoming. How old is the Met Club? Um, so that's difficult to, to say because it started as the fifteenth Assembly District. Okay so. okay. so every club, basically, um, every Assembly District, I should say, used to have a little club that was right. devoted. What what happened? Just with to like ours? go
0: in and, and, and like strategize and whatever. And
1: and to they were they were there to get the, the people in the streets to right. go out and, and, and get and like, rally like, like like a war place. A hundred percent. So uh, we've been at the current location that we built in nineteen since nineteen thirty. Still, pretty yeah. old. It's, you know, it's uh, yeah. a nice building. Ad- you can tell. Ad- you tell. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, Thank yeah, you. Yeah, no, yeah. it Love looks it. like a townhouse that you know, uh, someone s- lives yes, in, right? Of they, course, of course. They made yes. it. They made it nice for us. Yeah. Uh, but it be- began earlier downtown as the 15th Assembly, and then it just kind of grew. It hmm. uh, it uh, started building that space during the Great Depression on 83rd Street, mm-hmm. and at that time, it housed itself at what used to be the Hotel Croydon mm-hmm. on 86th Street, and now it's a it's a co op, I think. Interesting.
0: So speaking of your club,
1: yes. a month or two
0: ago, you had someone try to rob the police.
1: Oh, yes. We had a wonderful interview. You, you made it on Fox News,
0: I saw. I did. Fox, famous, Very famous. Thank you. Yes. Uh, Please tell us about that. Don't forget the Daily Mail. Oh, right. Oh, and the Daily Mail. Right. Another famous publication. There you go. Yes,
1: yes. Um, yes, we were doing an event with Mark McCluskey, who's running for U.S. Senate yeah. in Missouri. Okay. And uh, he was with us, and he was greeted by protesters who wanted to um, – Chant out the names of all the people who died of gun violence in Missouri. You know that Mark had everything to do with that, apparently. Obviously, they, they chime a bell, mm. uh, and we were like, "Yeah." Do they it. chimed a bell. They chi- yes after each oh, name, like
0: the September 11th victims. Yes. so that's what they copied off of. Probably, yeah. I don't, I don't see the
1: comparison, but okay. Never look for originality on the left. All right, so. Um, so, yes. Yeah, so uh, he was greeted by that when he came. Him and his lovely wife, they did not care. Right, obviously. And uh, we had a great event. He, he described it. I'm sure he got many donations. He ha- uh, We were so happy to have him and talk about his race. And we had a gentleman, I shouldn't call him that, but I will, who entered our event. He was, I would say, making himself a little suspicious. He was mm-hmm. looking around a bit. He was being a little strange. Mm-hmm. He was dressed in a uniform um, for a maintenance person, mm-hmm. which you know that's fine. A lot of people come to the club after yeah, right work, right after work. Yeah, right course. after work, so I've you come in there. your thing. Um, we had one. I, I actually saw him, and I thought he was being a little strange. So I asked someone who he was, and mm-hmm. so she was basically like, "Let's go greet him." Mm-hmm. Perfect mm-hmm. idea. Mm-hmm. So we went up to him, we spoke to him. I saw he was in maintenance uniform. I work as a doorman in Murray Hill, so we had just. I decided to speak to him about the the potential strike, and and that we were very glad that it was being averted. Right. Um, he seemed a little strange fud on about yeah, a little, yeah, a little yeah. fudgy on the details there so mm-hmm. yeah but whatever maybe mm-hmm. they've been drinking mm-hmm. um, and uh, I left him to attend to some of our guests who were still mingling with Mark in in the ballroom mm-hmm. and Rachel Herman, who was the the attendee who was still speaking to him at that point said, Asked him if he'd been there before, and he said he'd been there many times. And she was like, That's great. I had never seen you. I come here all the time. And he was like, Oh, I've never seen you either. And I'd, I've never seen him before. And she mm. said, You've never seen the president of the club? Mm.
0: Because you're, you're always around. I You am, don't hide uh, no. any event. You're you down there. Yeah, I'm running around doing of course, crap. Of course, of course. Yeah,
1: you're there. Yeah, bad penny. Yeah. So, um, so she was like, "Well, that's that's very strange. very strange." So she came back into the ballroom to to speak to me and mm-hmm. be like, "This is weird." And we heard a tremendous loud noise. It sounded like someone had fallen down our staircase. You're familiar with our staircase. Mm-hmm. Right. And And uh, I ran in from one direction to the to the office, the front area where you come for admission. Right. She went in another direction. And we saw that our lockbox had been ripped open and there were some things remaining, but the vast majority of the money and the checks were gone. Mm. So we were joined by a man named Chris Wright, who is a political activist. He has his own podcast as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, we took we took, uh, to the street, We went looking in all the different directions. I have to tell you that our club has been harassed by Antifa. I'm sure. Multiple cases. Well, because they think you're the other club. Well, Well, no, I think they think we're just a visible representation of the GOP. Mm-hmm. We're a physical space. We do not hide where we're located. Right. We're out and proud. Right. Back to pride. Pride. And um, and uh, everyone knows where we are. We were the former home of the New York GOP. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're a bit famous that way. And... Um, <laughs> And so, you know, Antifa harasses us all the time. They like to come. They like to have their Obamacare rally. Whatever. We love them. Come, come. Just don't spray paint our building. Yeah. um, Uh, So but I have to tell you that night um, because the police had been handcuffed so many times from going after and finding Antifa and the people who had gone it, mm -hmm. in my belief by Mr. de Blasio, Mm -hmm. uh, who did not make it a priority, Mm -hmm. um, we took to that street and we were going to get our man.
0: Well, and these days in New York City, you have to take the law in your own hands. Pretty much. That's... Pretty much. I mean, that's what it is.
1: So we we took after him. We saw he had went up uh, Lexington Avenue, straight up mm-hmm. towards 86th Street. We ran after him. We stopped in front of a Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. He denied knowing what we were talking about. Uh, and then it turned into basically he knew we were not letting him go. So, so it was like
0: a citizen's arrest. It was
1: almost a citizen's arrest. In mm-hmm. fact, the, uh, the uh, 9-11 operator that day uh that i was speaking to mm-hmm. if you listen to the audio i actually asked how you do one of how do those do how do you around. do it how do yeah. we make this kosher yeah, yeah 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 and um we stopped him to make a long story short uh he got away he tried to bargain he tried to give us money that the money he stole some of it though not all of it oh interesting and interesting. then give us the money and then let him go no. which we didn't he ran around us Sorry. we and the police stopped him on 86 in front of the Chase bank nice um that's when actually he became much more aggressive it was really interesting he wasn't aggressive with us but right. he did he pulled a knife on the cops oh, wow when they had him on the street um and he tried to stab one uh thank god he did not thank god i thank god for the police who who were able to apprehend him bring him to justice sure, sure. they pulled the money out and they were like well how do we prove it's yours and i said to him officer You have checks in your hands. I seriously doubt this man's name is Metropolitan Republican Club. (laughs) And that is when uh, he turned it over and was like, We got him. And that was it. And I have to tell you, he'd been responsible. And they thought that night, they told us that night, that we believe he's responsible for many other robberies. (laughs) I'm sure. (laughs) And he was. I I testified to the grand jury and I was supposed to be, I was apparently one of several days of the grand jury. Mm -hmm. And then later on, the PAPD contacted me for footage. For another because for they they have, one. Yes. yes. So he is an interesting fellow and hopefully he's well, going away. When
0: you got guys like Alvin Bragg, who's the DA in New, in Manhattan, right. they just let these guys go for multiple robberies. Um I believe right. there was a New York Post article or on the front page, they called him the man of steel. He had forty five Theft arrests, and finally, he finally got arrested again, and they finally put him in Rikers Island mm-hmm. because you know enough is enough. Like, come on.
1: Yeah, no, there's this whole idea now within the DA's office that you just basically let them go and everything's gonna be okay. It's it's national though. You right. see what's going on in LA, right? Yes, George Gascone and, and South, I think San Francisco is gonna have both, a recall.
0: Both, both of them. Okay, they're trying to get signatures. I think they're in LA. I think they're closer to getting rid of George. Get well, not getting rid of him. Getting a recall, but I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure he'll get voted out because, um, you know. As you see, what he did with that kid who claimed he was transgender, which obviously he's not. Right, he's a he's a he's a man. Like yeah. he they put him in a juvenile jail, and then he was on being recorded, and then admitted to another to a murder, and now he's going to jail for life. So he was about to get out, and then he admitted to a murder. I'd imagine if I, he hadn't. Can you imagine? And he was on the jail telephone bragging about how he's going to get out, <laughs> how George Gascon, like. You know, I you know, know people are like uh, – have opinions about Tucker Carlson, but mm-hmm. he came out with that um, – I think it was forgot, The Suicide of Los Angeles or something. It just came out on Tucker Carlson Originals. OK. People need to watch that because he has like some – Yeah. He has some good audio right. from the jailhouse, from all these gang bangers, like MS-13 guys. Yeah. Oh, we got the going special. Literally, like, like these guys because they dropped all the, the gang affiliations and the gun affiliations. So these guys like that you shoot somebody they're you know, in a gang – they drop the three strike law, all that stuff. They get out in like you know two years or they're right. shooting somebody.
1: But that's what's going on here, pretty much. Right. Yeah. Well, you had the summer of love, right, where basically BLM could collect all that money and terrorize people, right, and buy mansions and buy mansions yes. because that's what. But they're owed. They,
0: it's not their fault. You gave them white guilt money.
1: Well, yes, and so now they're that's going to spend it anyway. way. not my any... words. No, not no, my I, words. Know, I know white guilt money. Well, but she's honest. Right? Right? Good for her. I like yeah. honesty. Right. No, yeah. uh, you know, it was just another shakedown in of another course. another
0: version. I mean, um, yeah, I actually uh, – people only – I don't know if people on Instagram those. I actually had a confrontation with Hawk Newsome. Oh, did you? I did, yes. Oh, wow. Uh, so basically a couple months ago, this 12-year-old boy, uh, Kay Lewin, he was just hanging out in East Flatbush in his car eating. And uh, a drive-by shooter just came and lit up the car and murdered him. Wow. So, me and Lauren Conlon decided to make a scholarship in his name for $5,000, nice. which is whatever. It's not much, but it's it's something, you know, yeah, whatever. So, I literally extended my hand like a gentleman yeah. to Hawk Newsom. I asked him for help. Would you match it? You want to help me? You know, the guy was an asshole. Just doesn't no, – didn't want to help me. Told me that I'm not about black – I don't care about black people and, um, you know, I'm just another white person – Um, who is trying to exploit black, what did he say? Exploit black pain. I don't know what that means but okay
1: it sounds like he has a script and he's sticking yes, to it
0: yes yes exactly that's exactly what he does do yes, not deviate yes, yes, yes. publicly but right. privately right. a lot of them will go off the script
1: right so I made a video on my Instagram
0: and I tagged him in it and he got even more pissed I off about imagine. that Yeah, he probably wants to kill me <laughs> to be honest with you <laughs> well, yeah yeah so. now, now uh, well knock on wood he does not well if any, uh, there's, there, if anybody knows if I get whacked it's probably going to be Hawk or, uh, There's, I heard there's like a hundred people but yeah he could I be mean, one of them there, there might be some people be. you know, you know uh, around but He's probably the number one for that. Yeah, he's the number one guy, probably. Yeah, he's very upset with me that I called him out and asked him to match it. So uh, I actually—how unfortunate, though. But I I actually read another article in Chicago. um, This guy, he lives on the roof in Chicago. He's like homeless or something, and he asked Black Lives Matter for help, Mm -hmm. and they literally told him to go fuck himself, pretty much. Well, they have to pay for their
1: own uh, room and board, don't they? Right, the pensions. Right. Huh. In Los Angeles. Right? Yeah. Oh, Hollywood, wherever they live in. Nice. I'm sure Bel Air as well. That's a great thing. Don't go small. No. Come on, man. You got you to gotta get the best of the best. But it is it is very sad because it shows that well, what we knew, it was all bullshit. <laughs> yeah. But to when you have the opportunity to help these people out. Right. And who desperately need help. Right. Who have fallen through the cracks. Correct. And you have the chance to bring them back within your community. It's mm-hmm. not happening. Mm-hmm. And that's really unfortunate.
0: Hawk mm-hmm. Newsom actually didn't even go to Kay Lewin's funeral. Neither did Mayor Adams either, nonetheless.
1: Well, he was usually pretty busy with uh, Cara Delavine, I think, right. at One Vanderbilt, dancing. Yes, yes, yes. He's, mayor Adams is the nightlife mayor. So, yeah. Uh, yeah he's, it's really interesting because you brought up Fox and Friends earlier. And yeah. uh, one of the things from my appearance, and I thought it was a very bland criticism of the mayor... Uh, That's what I got all the emails about, saying, thank God someone finally said something.
0: I mean, uh, listen, uh, you know, he—I can't blame him for the crime Mm -hmm. because he inherited that from the Blasio. I know a lot of people, like, are upset about the crime, but— I mean, it's been like this since the Blasio for eight right. years, so
1: he kind of inherited inherited it. So he needs to. It does strangely seem to have intensified, especially with the subways. Oh yeah, wow! Well, yeah, yeah. He he needs to do something. Yeah, it, like he I needs agree. to
0: do something. And um, but like he, like you know, give the guy a chance. He no. just got elected in November, yeah. or, well, January, even technically. He just literally got in office, mm-hmm. so like he. Yeah, I would say give him a year. Okay. One year, if he can't like. Get things under control, then we could start blaming
1: him for for crime and. and I'm and all for giving people chances. Because like, like you know, De Blasio was in office for eight years. Well, I, I yeah. actually like to say what Rudy created and and Mike Bloomberg maintains. Right, De Blasio uh, ruined ruined it. in, ruined in point, eight it. years.
0: It. <laughs> so, <laughs> you want to laugh? I was at a, I was at an event for the Ferraris Club with Rudy Giuliani uh, two thir- last Thursday, not this Thursday, past two Thursdays ago. And um, guess who was sitting at the other table? Was it Mayor Adams? Yes, and yeah. then another person, former mayor De Blasio. Oh, oh, together? Uh no, they were at separate tables. Okay. And um, wow, yeah, at the Friars Club. It wasn't at the Friars Club. It was at Zigfield Ballroom. It was an event to honor Tracy Morgan. Okay, they have okay. like an event every. year. Well, yeah. 2019 was the last one because of COVID, obviously. Right, like a gala. Yeah. So, um, yeah, uh, Mayor Giuliani was with me, and um, he three was three mayors. Wow. Yeah, three mayors. He was very upset. Bill De Blasio was there. He did, didn't understand why. This man was at this event. And it, obviously, he was only there to get money and, and to mm-hmm. get people to give him money. Someone probably gave him a ticket. People out. were heckling him, calling him all kinds of names. I just can't believe. I don't even know who invited him, honestly. Uh, Mayor Adams, I understand, because yeah, him yeah. and Tracy Morgan are boys and whatever. That's fine. He wasn't doing anything. He literally just came to give a proclamation to Tracy Morgan from the city and say, you know, you did so much for the city. You brought such, you know, comedy, or whatever. Right. And then he left. Right. But the Blasio stayed. Um, actually. Well, there were freebies that had we of course. Them. Ah, of course. He's a grifter. Right. Uh, there was a whole Fox News table. Oh. Judge Jeanine was there. Very I have nice. a picture with her. Love Judge. Parado. I've Bill Hammer. Yeah. Great. Who uh, might be secretly gay. Oh. <laughs> that's that's what I heard. I don't know. I, they, I have this, no idea. They didn't, I don't know. Maybe. I have no idea. This is what I heard from people. Yeah, yeah. Um, And then, yeah, they had like a whole Fox News table and uh, pretty much. Um, that was that table, and then there was the Bill De Blasio table, mm-hmm. and then Mayor Adams was at Arthur Adela's table, who was the Dean of Friars Club.
1: Oh, interesting. Yes, because okay, yes. he's very conservative. Oh, Arthur Adela, isn't he?
0: He's actually a Democrat.
1: No, I know he is, but I yeah, thought but he was he's more like, a, like he's like a moderate. Yeah, yeah I he's he was moderate. much more to the uh, especially compared well, no, to no. Well,
0: so he actually told a story. Actually, this was a very interesting story. Um, that he he was working a case when he was a young lawyer. This lady, she was abused her whole life. She. um got molested by her uncle or something okay. and was raped and whatever wow. so when she became grown she saw the same thing happening to her uh, her niece or something like that and she did a whole plan to like hold her, her uncle hostage and wow. cu- she cut off his dick holy crap yeah we could say this on this show don't worry she cut off his dick he didn't die from that she actually put a ball gag in his mouth and he suffocated she she strategically planned for him not to die she just wanted him to, to wanted torture to castrate him, basically. him correct so he can't do anything wow. anymore. So when Arthur got that case, the only person that called him for help then if he needed help was Mayor Adams. And I think this was like twenty years. Whenever Mayor Adams was like a senator, okay. That's how him and Artie became good friends. Okay. And Artie actually told this story. And at you know at the
1: Friars Club? At the uh, thing the with Phil. Tracy yes, Morgan.
0: Yes. Yeah. And I thought that was actually like pretty cool Mayor mm. Adams, you know. Um whatever. Like I don't I don't have anything against Mayor Adams right now. Mm. I mean, like he he goes out, he he whatever. Like I said, you can't blame the guy for things that are going on because he, he inherited these problems. Right. He inherited subway crime. I mean it wasn't as bad, but No. The only thing I'd say to him is however bad you think it is, it's worse. Correct, correct. So correct. double your effort. And also he told BLM that you're not gonna be riding anymore. Impre- which is yeah, which is, is very impressive, yes. which pissed off Hawk Newsom yeah. very much. Um he put the the, the anti crime unit back. Yeah. That's pretty good. No, no, yeah, uh, yeah. You no, know no, he, After I, all, the guy so was a cop for twenty years. hundred percent. So and, he uh, needs
1: to be pro police. He cannot be anti police. No, and and the only way you're going to restore law and order in the city is to support the police. Absolutely. The I, mean, that's, that's, I mean, that's people have to get that through their heads.
0: It's you know, and it's funny you say that because corrections is having a problem right now. They're being federally monitored, and um, because they, this is why Rikers is out of control.
1: Well, they're gonna take it apart, right? No, you don't. Think that's up in the air right okay. now.
0: So Rikers is out of control because the corrections officers are being fairly watched for something that's called use of force, quote unquote. Um, so a use of force is basically if you – now if you touch someone on the shoulder, an inmate, they can write you up and oh, report wow. you, right? So back in the old days, you can, like, slam them on the floor. You can, you know – I mean, Much you can't more do crazy stuff, right. right? Like if you pepper spray somebody – Is that now? That's a use of force now okay. and you can be suspended. So – this is why you see all these stories in, right, about Rikers Island and how it's out of control because mm-hmm. the, the, the corrections officers are literally handcuffed because of the federal government. It has nothing to do with, with the the city government. Right. So now they're in court fighting is should we have a, the federal government take over Rikers or yeah. should the city still – you know? Well, what would you do? So what I would do is I would have – they have a federal monitor right now, not a, like an actual takeover. He needs to actually – see what a, what a, what is a use of force if you pepper spray somebody you're not going to kill them right so i wouldn't consider that a use of force okay if an inmate's being unruly and you need to throw them to the ground they're not going to die okay. but if you're cracking guys with a nightstick over their head over their head right. and you punch them in the face i mean listen they're they're inmates after all, but they're they're, they're still human beings. Right. Like, you You're know some of them mates. are in there for bullshit things, like mm-hmm. like they they stole over a thousand dollars, which is grand larceny. So mm-hmm. like like you know they stole money, which is like whatever. I mean, but the the, the rapists and the animals, they they don't deserve those. You know, whatever. That's right. another story. But like these some of these guys, like I said, they're they're in there for bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like you know, you know, little drug possessions, whatever. Right. So it's like small stuff. yeah, so there's still like human beings in there who made mistakes, but um. Yeah, they need to really ju- justify what a actual "quote unquote" use of force is, mm-hmm. and once they do that, then I feel like also Rikers has another problem. Their correctors officers have something called a limited sick, which is built into their union contract. Okay, basically they can call out as much as they want as long as they have documentation.
1: Right, which creates, I'm sure, it's understaffing problem. Correct, and then that's it, why Rikers is out of control. A greater chance for these people Correct. to rise up and cause issues. Correct. So it's not just uh, it, it, Rikers is both, uh, from my understanding, of what you're saying, it's basically the rapist and then the Anna Delvies of the world.
0: <laughs> right. So basically, if people don't understand, Rikers actually has nine jails. Right. So you you only you're only supposed supposed to be there for two years until you either do your sentence, your minimum sentence, or you go upstate. But all these guys keep doing appeals, 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 appeals. Some of them are there for five, six years. Wow. So uh when I was EMS, this guy ran over um this woman, uh Yadi Arroyo. he literally ran, took stole her ambulance and ran her over multiple I times. This. Right. He literally just he didn't get sentenced. They finally, after since 2017, I believe, they finally uh said he wasn't fit for trial after five years. Wow. He's been in Rikers for five years. And finally, he's going to a mental hospital. I was about to say I would the, think the, that that probably is, did something to his mental health as well. This, yeah. So this is um, this is what happens to Rikers. They're so backed up that some guys stay there for five years, six right. years, but they're really only supposed to be there for two years. Mm-hmm. So wow. yeah, the city, the city, um, and I actually talked to somebody, and Rikers actually started falling when Bloomberg was in office, he really didn't pay attention to it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't de Blasio. You can't... I, I can't believe it. Like, he... That's one yeah. thing he did. I mean, de Blasio didn't do anything to make it better. Right. But he... but And probably ignored the problem. Of course he did. Of course he did. He never went there. He hardly went there, whatever. But Bloomberg actually started to ignore Rikers, and um, that's when it really went downhill. Wow. Because when Bernie Kerik was the commissioner before he got jammed up with, you know, that whole... Right. Doing renovation, whatever the fuck did. The doing. federal stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that you know, Rikers was really you know that people used to monitor their jails. I'm not monitor. Um, like model model yeah. their jails off of Rikers Island, like that system. Wow. But now, forget it. You don't want to even no, be involved. No. Yeah. Yeah, so it's everything
1: pretty, they say now about it is uh, you know, not positive. No, it's least.
0: not. It's not people die once a week there. It's not wow. like joke. Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. Wow. Yeah, so like this the CO, this NYPD and the correctional officers like they both have the same problem. They're both handcuffed. That's basically the point I was trying to make. They're both handcuffed in the jails and on the streets. So, right. that's why crime is out of control in mm-hmm. the city and a lot of people don't understand that.
1: And yeah, absolutely and that's and to my point that's something that people have to begin to understand. Yeah, and our elected officials See, will hopefully one day get behind them. So that's
0: what pisses me off about all these activists that show up at Rikers once mm-hmm. a week and protest. Like, let them out. Like, like no, no, right. oh. <laughs> no. They don't understand the kind of people are yeah. uh, that are in there. Like, um, there's there's people in there who try to rape staff, mm-hmm. try to sexually assault them, try to kill them. Right. Uh, a correction officer was stabbed with a broom, a piece of a broomstick, the other day in the ear these are the kinds of people that these leftists want to let out in the
1: streets. Right. And we already have a problem with people on the streets who are causing problems right. and stabbing in the subways. Yeah. Let's not add to it.
0: I mean, we gave a billion
1: dollars to Mayor de Blasio's wife to fix the mental health problem. Well, she did a great job. Oh, she did an amazing job. Yeah. So good. And it's so great that then she declines to run for office because, you know, that <laughs> was the plan.
0: Well, she wanted to be borough president, right? But she knew she would be investigated, and all these questions would come. Right. The I greatest know. thing I remember, a reporter asked De Blasio. I remember, what, what, why is your wife in charge of whatever the the name was? Because they rebranded it three times. Right. I think it was Thrive at the time. It was Thrive New York. Oh, right. you're you're just asking that question because she's a person of color. What? Why do you why? Do you always have to go back to race? It has nothing to do with race. Deflect. Mayor De Blasio is as incompetent as they come, and right. he's a white as they come. He's not Italian. He's a German. His name right. is Warren Wilhelm. You're incompetent, so that's why we're asking you questions. If your wife isn't isn't qualified to do that job, that's why we're asking questions. Has nothing to do with being black, purple, green, whatever color you are. If you're just not the person for the job, like Kamala, Kamala Harris. Ugh.
1: A, he did not joe have, biden
0: incompetent vegetable uh, he's, he's, a, he's the whitest person ever yeah. on the planet yeah. i mean like so so why isn't anybody saying oh you're
1: just asking that because he's white yeah. like you know it's like come on dude. no joe, joe biden is uh he's a head of lettuce but <laughs> it's like come on man when specifically in those times especially with de blasio if you don't have an acceptable answer and you know that it's not going to be bought back to race back to some sort of identity even even mayor
0: adams actually that's one thing that pissed me off about him he was cool until he said Oh, I think the press is racist against me because because I'm like what what dude that what you remember remember that that, right? I do remember I felt like he was mean
1: was he backed into a corner I don't understand it was very silly and stupid that kind of pissed me off like dude you were doing good and then like you said that like nobody nobody cares and and didn't he imply that the press should become more representative. I, I don't understand I, what I he means by that. that. I don't understand either, especially like, since they're liberal. Yeah, like
0: uh, Repo- that's one thing about Republicans: like they, some of them are afraid to talk about like these, these like these race wars that the mm-hmm. liberals create. Like there's no, there's no race wars, and they even do it in the mainstream, like like even in Hollywood. If anybody saw, I just had this conversation on my other podcast, "Many Saints of Newark." If you ever see that movie, the I suppose thing that's a the prequel, right, the prequel. The the prequel. Yeah. So they created some kind of crazy narrative in that. In that movie, that the Italians and the black people in Newark were like at war with each other in the 1960s. That's like, come on, dude. That's never true. That that was never true. Like, so, like, even in Hollywood, they create like these crazy narratives and just fuel the fire of like race
1: wars in in the United States. Well, the thing now seems to be Hollywood likes to revisit things that were successful and then ruin them. uh, Correct. Except for, I will say, Top Gun. I heard Top Gun Top was Tom good. Was I did great. not see
0: it yet, yeah, but I, I, heard not it was good. It. I heard it was very pro-American. It's, it's, and the liberal outlets are very upset about there's this. There's no woke in it. Yes, yeah, this is so, very so what I heard. I heard. Yeah, I heard. Was, I, was very I heard happy. the Guardian was very upset about it. I, I, yes, I have no yes, doubt, but yes, the Daily yes, Mail, yes, yes. I'm sure, loved it. Oh, well, of course, yes, yes, yes. Yes. So, like, I'm kind of sick and tired of like, like. Listen, I was raised. If you're an asshole, you're an asshole. Right. I don't care what color you are. Right. I treat the CEO the same as the janitor. That's that's how I do it. And then and then like, but once you cross me, you know.
1: Right, no, it, it's. Uh, I think it's because in the liberal um, ideology, they are so fake with each other because they're afraid to be really with each other, so right. they have to come up with these these right. phony phrases. AOC,
0: they... for example, she's Native American all of a sudden. Oh, is she? She. I just posted four different races and religions yeah. today on my Instagram. First, she was Sephardic Jew. Okay. Good Native American. Okay. Uh, African. Right. And I, what was the fourth one? I forgot what it was. I can't wait till she wakes her way. I think gay. it was just regular Jewish. Is she a gay man yet? She's not a gay man okay. yet. Not yeah. yet. Yeah. Not yet. She's not a gay man okay. yet. No, no, no. So why isn't anybody questioning her? But I don't understand. Why can't? Why is anybody like? How, like, how dare you?
1: Well, but one. I think it's sort of like too many people who. Uh, are on her side or afraid to because uh-huh. you don't the squad. Th- but the Democrats in general, they such they maintain such unity. Mm-hmm. You know, they they are, they circle the wagons. Mm-hmm. It's so difficult to get them off their me- their their uh, tight
0: circles. Right? They
1: they don't yeah. want to go from their message. Mm-hmm. Uh, they defend their own way better than the GOP does. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say, didn't didn't Nancy Pelosi have that famous phrase where she was talking about her and mm-hmm. she said basically something like? a glass of water with a D after its name, would have gotten elected in that office. It's true, it's and true. I have a feeling that that was... Uh, that Nancy go- Pelosi's
0: not a fan of AOC. No, I, no, I think I'm AOC probably.
1: got whacked by uh, oh, yeah. by uh, uh, Sam Fran Nan at I mean, that point.
0: Elizabeth Warren already tried the Native American thing, and she got caught, so...
1: Well, she didn't just get caught. <laughs> she then went up against a man who was willing to really force the issue and, know, and shut know, her down. I know. So let that be a lesson to the GOP. Yeah, uh, Come on, man. Like someone,
0: Someone's got... It. Whoever runs against AOC next needs to, like do something she, she's a Sephardic Jew she's Native American she's she's African American like come on bro she claims because she's Puerto Rican that all this stuff
1: is mixed into Puerto Rican which it may be I it believe, may be well and and beyond all that doesn't she live in I think the Navy Yards area of, Washington, of course she lives DC? in the
0: best the best Ab- I've uh, been there above a Whole Foods yes
1: so and she drives a Tesla, Tesla but she, she hates Elon Musk, and she wears Theory, yeah, I believe. Theory is so,
0: very expensive, right? I have a few Theory T-shirts; they're like eighty dollars each. I think it's gorgeous. It's amazing. Uh, oh, thank uh, you. Fair, well done. Yes, yes. Um,
1: none of this is really lining up with her socialist no. beliefs. All, all
0: these liberals are hate Elon Musk. Right? They hate him, but they all drive Teslas. Right? So get rid of your Tesla. Oh, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> the car is silent. This. I'm not getting rid of it. Climate change. Climate. Change, climate change. But we take our private jets. John well, Kerry, the joke, the biggest joke of the Democrats, yes, our former Secretary of State, who is now the climate change czar. Is he though? Oh, and where or, is he? Or what is whatever is he, is he is? I think he's probably on Martha's. What about Ringard.
1: Pete Buttigieg? What about Pete? Is mayor he, Pete. What does he, he know about allowed allowed? transportation? Nothing. He was what the mayor of a poorly run small town, which had a lot of traffic fatalities. Well, there you go. Yeah. And uh, he's elevated to the national stage. Right. But it didn't really go too well for no. him. But they still felt the need to put him right. in the cabinet.
0: Right. Well, let me ask you something. Yeah. As a, as a gay man, and he's a gay man. Yeah. If you had a, if if you met a significant other and had a baby, would you take, Twelve weeks maternity leave? I I can't
1: answer that because I'm not in his situation. That's right. the honest answer. Right,
0: right, right. But I would I say, always wanted to ask that question. I
1: would, say – especially
0: when the country is in a crisis like well, I the supply to, chain. I
1: was just about to right. say that's being, what I was going to say. Being in yeah. government's a little different, right? If in my you're in opinion. government, no, that's what I mean. Like right. if you were in his in his position, the and the, the, just the secretary of transportation. No, my answer would be no because yeah, yeah, yeah. honestly, he is in a position to afford two, two weeks. Yeah, no, no. You want to help yeah, out, right? Yeah, yeah, you want to help yeah. out, change some diapers. Yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. Um, you're in a position where you've been elevated to the national stage, mm-hmm. and I think that that's the that is. I mean, obviously, you have a child. These are both priorities, mm-hmm. but you are in a position where you can afford the help mm-hmm. to make sure that your partner mm-hmm. is is helped in, and uh, supported, mm-hmm. perhaps. Maybe, you know, Whatever. if he's staying home, mm-hmm. then you have to make sure he's okay. You want to take care of your child, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, this country is going down the crapper real fast. Got that and right. We need all hands on deck, and I think he's capable of doing both.
0: Why didn't you join the prominent log cabin of the of the Republican – which is, for you as don't you know, the log cabin is the um, gay party of the uh, GOP. Right. right. Basically, it's the identity group right, for, right. for gay people. Why, why didn't you join that?
1: Um, I've never been one for identity politics. Mm-hmm. I, like I said to you earlier, I went out and got, took to the streets. Mm-hmm. Um, that was my thing. I found a club that was mm-hmm. interested in doing grassroots. Mm-hmm. I like to work with the grassroots. I'm not – Involved with uh, the GOP for anything other than the political aspects. But you
0: host them at the med club sometimes?
1: We have, yeah. Yeah, Uh, The club has a a large ballroom you've been in. Right, right. And uh, when people, especially GOP groups, Mm -hmm. need us, we're there for them.
0: Always, yes. We're always there for them. You never reject anybody that's, you know. No, but maybe in the future. Well, I mean. You wouldn't have Holocaust deniers or white supremacists at the Met Club.
1: No, we we do our best to avoid those. Of course, and, and, you vet people, uh, right? And you know, I think it's best that um, the GOP, in my opinion, functions best when it's an open tent. Yes, and I think that when you can bring in as many people. Um, it goes back to almost to the Koch thing that I was telling you before, eight of those 12 things. Mm-hmm. We're not going to agree with everything. Mm-hmm. Some people are going to be more socially liberal. Some people are more going to be conservative. Mm-hmm. Um, we're at our best. We function best when we have Trump or Reagan inviting everyone in. I will tell you, look, uh, Trump was the first to wave that rainbow flag. Mm-hmm. He knew uh, that there was talent that was being left out, and mm-hmm. he wanted to bring it in. Mm-hmm. He put Grinnell uh, temporarily, at least, into the Senate—into the cabinet, I should say. Mm-hmm. He elevated him to the highest position for any gay man to have as an ambassador, mm-hmm. and that was to Germany, mm-hmm. and then brought him back to be a temporary part of the, the secretary, uh, I think it was, for the DNI. People don't
0: understand that—like, every everyone that talks about Trump, he's anti—everyone
1: thinks he's anti— Gay and anti-trans, and and all this. But how did that come about? He grew. What, he grows up as the queen's boy, right? Right. Beloved in New York City by all the Democrats who wanted to go to his party. Right. He was a Democrat. Hillary went to his wedding, right. right? Right. And then all of a sudden he becomes. He runs for president he, mm-hmm. before he becomes president. Right. He runs right. for president and he's Satan as a Republican. As a Republican and he's Satan.
0: Right. Trump. Trump was a Democrat. Before he he was all about, the, and then he you know wasn't he even given an award? I don't know if this is correct, but by Al Sharpton. I'm, I mean, I'm sure it was. He, and then all of a sudden, he's the listen, devil. This is the problem I have with these these Democrats. Al Sharpton and all these people have no problem taking money from for, had no problem taking money from Trump before he was he was president. All of a sudden, they took all his money, his donations, this and that. And it, all, it was all good, and then he became he decided to run for president. And now he's literally like you said, Lucifer. Mm -hmm. So it
1: just doesn't doesn't make sense. And then they conspire against him to get him off off of social media and try to exile him to Florida. Putin still has Twitter. Isn't that interesting? He's uh, raping
0: Iranians. uh, Yeah, the the Shah of Iran. (laughs) Iran. Right, the the
1: Ayatollah. Ayatollah, whatever Um, his name is. These people get to go on Twitter. Right. Death to America, they scream. Death to America. Israel. And you spell it with a K. If you spell America with a K, apparently it's okay to say death to it. Oh. Yes. Um, Putin, let's uh, go back. He has an abysmal human rights uh, background. Of course. Gay people, whomever. uh, I'm sure Gary Kasparov could come on and talk to you about this. Right. Um, But... Unfortunately, yeah, they get to go on, on Twitter and they get to say whatever they want. But apparently Elon's finding out that they get to say it to a lot of bots.
0: Mm, yes, that's why he doesn't want to buy it because yeah. Twitter's a lot of bots. He, yes. he, he, he realized that. He's a smart man. Yeah, so I don't think he's going to deal with Twitter. I mean um, – Well, he's already
1: exposed it. He's done what he had to. Right. He,
0: that's, I think that's really what his main goal was. I don't right. think he ever wanted to buy it. I think he wanted to see what was going on. And um, the new CEO of Twitter or, like, really publicly said he doesn't believe in free speech. Because what people don't understand is, he said that he literally said this. It's um, Twitter is a private platform, right? It's not public, so they can censor whatever. They could tell Trump, right? Like you don't, he doesn't, he's not. Yeah, they can kick him off. They did, but you can't kick President Trump off and have Putin and the Ayatollah, which they did. And you know, correct. I mean, like Putin sending his Russian soldiers to rape boys and little girls and and in Ukraine, yeah, in Ukraine.
1: And then you know what was interesting though I, I think there were a couple of western leaders who did see the slippery slope because mm-hmm. at that time you did see Angela Merkel come out in Germany and say this mm-hmm. is not the right thing no, yes, I, she yes. was no fan of President Trump No, no, I know Neither but she, her, she, she said right, this is right. a bad thing mm-hmm. She's know. not a fan of Justin Trudeau either uh, no, well I, <laughs> I don't even think the Canadian people are at oh, this no, point. No, he's, he's, His he's government one, is man. quite wobbly That's Fidel Castro's love child Yes, that's what they say They, literally,
0: they literally look alike yeah. I looked it I was like oh my god I know when they put those specific I was like together it's very funny. Yeah. I mean his his mom even s- thought his dad was gay. She said it publicly.
1: Pierre. Yeah, Pierre. She she literally said mm-hmm. that. She's like I don't like, you know, it's anyway. But and she was actually very famous I think in the 80s as sort of like this like right. uh, Bianca Jagger yeah, style hot. person. Yeah. yeah. Studio yeah. 54 and all that. I mean that.
0: Justin Trudeau is not a bad-looking guy. He's pretty he's a pretty looking very guy. Handsome, yeah. yeah. But but he's he's
1: like a communist. Unfortunately thing. um yeah. uh he is someone who dresses up things in pretty words, mm-hmm. and it's authoritarianism. Correct. obviously. yeah, he's trying to take away everybody's guns right because of what happened in the United States.
0: <laughs> it doesn't make any yeah. sense yeah, why these people don't yeah. make
1: sense. These well, make I think sense. it was Tucker who actually said the people who are most mm-hmm. aggrieved and and interested in taking away your guns are the people who are authoritarian right because they know that they have something to fear eventually, but they'll still
0: be armed. Oh, yeah. Their bodyguards yeah. will still 100%. be armed. 100%. Joe Biden, yep. all of them, all senators, congresswomen, men, they'll right. all be armed. But Yeah, you us say people, keep, keep your 100 feet and we're all good. Us people, our average Joes and right. average whatever the ladies call themselves, can't have. Janes. Janes can't have guns. No. Which is the Second
1: Amendment? Well, I just learned that our rights are not absolute. Oh, did, yes. you know? did you know? No, I didn't know that. Joe Biden, apparently, oh. his television, he oh. said that the Second Amendment is not absolute. Oh, really? It's which, not? Which I assume means that the other rights aren't huh. either. So that's interesting. Don't we have a Bill of Rights? Don't we have a constitution that's supposed to be absolute? That's what I learned growing up. Oh, no, up. but the liberals make the
0: argument that uh, – George Washington didn't need an AR-15 back in 1776. Mm-hmm. But you know what? If he had one, he would have beat the Redcoats way quicker. <laughs> yes. that's that's for sure. So I think I, he did need an AR-15.
1: I, I wonder back if there was 76. someone a wrong a, in the founding fathers who was like George Washington doesn't need a cannon. No, he doesn't need that. No, cannon. he doesn't need that. He doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't need he that doesn't cannon. Only the British are only trying to kill us and, and, <laughs> right.
0: and just pillage us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he doesn't, he doesn't need any. If of those he guns. just do what the king said. Right, this country was founded on 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 fighting and with guns. Like, right. like I'm it's not saying like. Our liberty. Listen, there needs to be better better checks. That's that's absolutely that's absolute. But you can't just be like oh, Second Amendment
1: doesn't exist. I don't like it. So now, it doesn't no, it exist. doesn't exist. I mean, that's... there's a recourse within that Constitution if you want to take something away right. or revisit it or right. change it. Right. Going on national television to probably one of the smallest audiences ever because I'm sure they don't even say how many people are watching anymore. Nobody's watching. So it's probably like five people, literally, in, in San Francisco.
0: Who do you think gets more views, Joe Biden or let's say Brian Selter from CNN? Oh wow, the eunuch. I love when Tucker calls him that. It's so amazing. But is Joe Biden on
1: CNN? No, at no. That just point? like if Joe Biden has like a press conference. I would say he's Who, probably still getting a few more. Think he's votes. getting yeah, a few more views yeah, than Brian good. Stelter. Yeah, because there's probably yeah. still people watching right. in the White
0: House. Yes, yes, that are right, watching you're right, CNN. You're right. Yeah, that's just, yeah, um, yeah. It's 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 just very crazy. Uh, but listen, Ian, we're run out of time. Uh, so what, tell us about these events. Tell us social media for the Met Club. Your social media. What do we got?
1: Uh, well, Mike, like I said, this Thursday we're showing um, 2,000 Mules. Mm-hmm. We invite everyone to come. We'd mm-hmm. love to have you. Mm-hmm. It's a great documentary. It's about an hour. and I think an hour and a half, so mm-hmm. it's not too long. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we, on the fifteenth, like I said, we have our gubernatorial debate. Mm-hmm. Well, it's actually I'll say forum, um, and people can come learn the important things. You know, you watch these debates on television, mm-hmm. you get to hear what the liberals who are the, who are running those debates right. want you to hear. Correct. Those Correct. moderators are are telling Correct. you not what conservatives want. This to This is
0: hear. actually a real Republican. Exactly, and right. we're going
1: to have things that are important to, to uh, Republicans right. and also... Kitchen table stuff. Literally the running of our state. Correct, correct, correct. Are these people going to all pledge that those people who were gotten rid of by the city of New York because mm-hmm. they did not take the vaccine mm-hmm. are going to get their jobs back under them? Right, right, right. Uh, we want to hear that. You're not going to probably hear that at the debate. Absolutely not. And then finally, like I said, Brandon Strzok returns to the Met Club, and we're really excited to have him back. He's great. Walk away is all about getting Democrats who are disaffected to come over to the GOP. And mm-hmm. like I said, this is how we build our party, and we put... We make sure that 2022 is great for us and 2024 is even better. Absolutely. Um, So please follow us on uh, NYC on Twitter. Mm -hmm. Um, You can find us on Facebook, uh, NYC. Great. Just keep putting that in and you'll find us on all social medias.
0: Last question. Who do you want to run for president in 2024? I'm still with President Trump. Excellent. Well, Ian, thank you for coming on and uh, we'll definitely have you on again. Thank you, Mike. It's been an honor. Thank you.